Hello, I'm Margaret Copeman Franklitz, and I'm coming to you today with another episode. I think this would be episode 21. Um, I'll have to go back and double check that though. Um, <laughs> but anyways, about today's episode, um, I wanted to talk about carb blockers. So carb blockers, what are they and when do you actually take them and what exactly is the purpose of a carb blocker? Well, in order to understand this, we're going to have to uh, go back to what a carb blocker actually is, or what a carb is. So uh, the carbs are known with diabetics to actually raise blood sugar, as we've talked about in previous episodes. So with a carb blocker, it's supposed to pass the carbs through your system while absorbing little to no um, amount of the carbohydrates that you've actually consumed. So. Um, I've actually talked to people who actually have used this product and they have fantastic things to say about it. Reports on Google actually explain that you can lose anywhere between 8 to 10 pounds just by using a carb blocker. And for some people this is significant, especially when they have been dieting and they lost 15 pounds, 20 pounds, 30 pounds, and they just can't go any further. They've tried everything. So we start looking at alternative treatments to actually try to drop those last 5, 10, 15, 20 pounds and get us going again. Because sometimes when you reach that plateau in dieting where you've lost a good deal of weight, sometimes the weight just stops. And no matter how hard you diet, it's just not coming off. So I personally have never taken taken a carb blocker. I would love to take a carb blocker and actually test it out and see if this miraculous little pill actually works. As you may know or not know, but you're gonna know, being a diabetic's kind of hard. I mean, it's a lot hard. If you're if you're doing everything right, it's really hard. You have to cut your portion sizes down. You can't eat a huge burrito. I mean, you can. You might, your blood sugar might suffer for it, especially if you're paying attention to your numbers. And as a diabetic, you want your numbers as low as possible. You want them in the 8,500 range ideal. That'd be normal. But realistically speaking, our numbers are a bit higher than that, sometimes a lot higher than that. And so actually eating something as simple as a burrito or rice or tacos can actually skyrocket our numbers. So this is one of the reasons why I really like the idea of a carb blocker. I I like the idea. I like the concept of it. As a diabetic, I dream of a world for diabetics where we can eat three tacos if we want to, and we don't have to worry about our blood sugar suffering for it. I mean, it's bad enough if we gain weight, but we certainly don't need our blood sugar to suffer for this because we know the devastation that high blood sugar can actually wreak upon the body and and on our vital organs and, and our weight in general and our ability to stay awake. I don't know about you, but I do. I, I want to sleep after a good deal of carbs. Huh? Um, it, it just happens. It comes to the territory. 
and things like breads and pastas and this carby stuff is something that's just out of reach for the diabetic. You're not going to be in eating endless breadsticks from Olive Garden. You're not going to have uh, six Hawaiian rolls. It just doesn't happen as a diabetic. I mean, I'm sure some diabetics are, are being naughty and they're doing that, but you're really not supposed to. And they know it, and you know it, and we all know it. So I look forward to future episodes where I can actually try one of these carb blockers and actually see for myself if these carb blockers actually work. Or maybe you in the audience have actually tried a carb blocker. And so you want to go ahead and write in and I'd be more than happy to um, read on air what you think about the carb blocker. You can uh, write me at margaretrico2015 at gmail.com or you can leave me a message on my web on a couple of my web pages. There's Diabetes Aware on Facebook or Diabetes and Exercise. I'd be more than happy to get back to you. But I really want to see if card blockers work. So that's the reason why I'm actually making this episode today to find out if they actually work and what products you would actually recommend. Now actually doing a Google search, search, I thought this was a relatively new concept today that I had discovered. But come to find out that there's a lot of different products out there that are considered carb blockers. And one of the things that they're looking at is quality ingredients. So I guess there have been some, some issues with some of the products actually not being 100% of whatever product they actually use. And so what they're, what they're actually using is kind of, um, you know, a question in my mind as well. So, I mean, I would want to know what I'm putting in my body just as, as well as I know you are wondering what you're putting in your body. But I also, now, mind you, I'm a realist. I don't necessarily believe there's a magic pill by any means. And so when I think about it, I'm not thinking in the respect of now I can eat three tacos instead of just one street taco um, or two. Even though I might try it, probably not a good idea, but I might try it. But your diet as it is now is restricted. And the thing is, is, is a lot of times when you're paying attention to your carbs, at least in my worldview, when I'm paying attention to my carbs, my meals are so small, it looks like it was designed for a five-year-old, honestly. I would like to eat more like an adult and not have to worry about that weight gain, not have to worry about that blood sugar. Because, you know, eating like a five-year-old is kind of embarrassing. It's like, no, 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 I'll pass on the adult portions. Just hand me the, the kitty milk because that's about all the carbs I can handle. And then I got to take the top bun off because that's still too many carbs. So, um, this pill could actually be useful. I mean, you still might not be able to eat a whole adult meal. Though I do, I'm not saying it's right. I will eat the adult meal on occasion. Uh, moon occasion. I don't eat it all the time. So it's just too many carbs. But 
Um, it, it would be kind of nice to actually be able to eat a little bit more um, and not have to worry about that. Now, of course, I have medications to actually back me up. It's always a good idea too. But what about the person out there who doesn't have medications? I mean, this is an issue too. Metformin is relatively inexpensive. I think I pay between 4 and $7 a month at my local Walmart. Not expensive. Not an expensive pill at all. But still, this might be more than what some other people can actually afford. I mean, that's a month's supply. Okay, so that's not a day. That's a month. I think is a fantastic price. I'm not complaining about my prescription costs. But what about somebody who doesn't have uh, access to medications? Well, of course, the carb blockers would, would absolutely be an alternative because that's something that you can actually find over the shelf. Um, but I guess what my main concern was is, is it safe or not? There are other alternative products that, that people have been using for thousands of years. One of them is uh, regular cinnamon. And regular cinnamon on a regular basis will actually lower your blood sugar. Now, you saw um, there's reports that you have to take a whole lot of cinnamon. So um, that might be something you talk to your doctor about. If you want to add cinnamon, if, you, if you're fortunate to have a doctor. There's also a, another natural remedy, and that's turmeric. Now, these two ingredients, cinnamon and turmeric, have, um, have widely known properties to actually lower blood sugar. Turmeric also has another property of actually being an inflammation reducer. So if you're getting those puffy ankles or um, you have achy joints, the turmeric might do some good. Um, just talk a little bit about turmeric though, uh, something me and another lady were talking about at the gym, and we were both at the gym, and we were just chatting away, we had a little bit of time to talk, and she mentioned turmeric too, so she actually, um, uses turmeric for other reasons, um, I think it's for the uh, reduction of inflammation. And that's something that I already knew about. So me and her were talking about that. It was kind of nice to actually talk about spices and how helpful it is for the body. And she wasn't aware that it actually helps lower blood sugar. I was aware of that. So turmeric is a, a great spice, but we couldn't really come up with a dish where turmeric actually tasted good in the American diet. So I think she said that she mixed it with ginger and did something else with it, but Okay, and this is going to be hilarious. Don't yell at me for this one. But she said her boss actually drank some and it tasted like deer urine mixed with gasoline. I, I, I know. I, I'm like, how does he know this stuff? How, how would he know what deer urine or gasoline tastes like? And she's like, I didn't even go there. He's my boss. I didn't even ask. So, okay, I'm just passing it on. You don't know who she is or her boss. So... That's the reason why I can't actually say it. But um, back to the carb blocker again. If anybody really knows any, anything about this, this is a shout out. Anybody who knows about these carb blockers, please let me know. Because this is absolutely, to me, it's, it's absolutely remarkable information. And I just love the information that actually comes out on a regular basis in regards to diabetes 
and things that we can actually do to improve our health. And I'm not talking about wonky ideas. There's some wonky ideas out there too with diabetes. Like, um, and this is kind of sad because this is third world country here, uh, Mexico. And there were diabetics who were at their wits end. And I mean, this is a story, okay, mind you, that I heard 10 years ago. So this is a very old story. It's a decade old. Um, In today's news, that is very old. It's ancient. Might as well just, you know, put it in the uh, library of no return. Um, But the story was, is these third world people, I mean, they don't make much money anyways. But they were so distressed about their diabetes and not having medication and it affecting their body so badly that um, they come up with these alternative cures to cure their diabetes. And one of the things that they did is they actually would go down to the railroad track. They'd take a pilgrimage down to the railroad tracks, wherever that might be. And the vibrations, and actually they, they use the live trains too. They're coming and going all the time. And the live vibrations were supposed to cure these diabetics of their diabetes, or at least relieve the pain of their diabetes. And so when they say pain, I didn't know what they were talking about at the time because, and you know, I was a pre-diabetic when I heard the story, so I was kind of shaking my head going, what pain? I don't feel any pain necessarily. Um, until my neuropathy kicked in, that's when I actually started feeling pain. It was kind of a weird pain. So, um, and it's not something that stuck around either with, uh, you know, proper diet and exercise. It's something that went away. But I'm, I'm thinking what happened is because these poor people did not, could not afford medications, um, their blood sugar was so high that they were beyond the pass of metformin actually curing them if they could even get their hands on it, that, that they, they could have been in, in stages of diabetes and had neuropathy really bad. And God help those people who don't have access to medications because that's a terrible way to go. Diabetes is a terrible way to go if you're not on medications. So um, that's another reason why uh, these carb blockers were so interesting, intriguing to me. So hopefully in the near future, I'll find out a little bit more information or maybe I'll try it myself and see if I lose any weight so I can report it back to you. Or maybe we can get some a guest on the air to actually explain her experience, or his or her experience with the carb blockers and what they really feel about it. A good, honest opinion. So I'm going to go ahead and conclude this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Again, this is Margaret Frank, uh, Coltman Frankowitz. I have two pages, one Diabetes Aware on Facebook. Also, Diabetes and Exercise on Facebook. And look forward to you actually commenting and joining, liking the page. And if you like this episode, go ahead and share it with your friends. If you have a diabetic friend, share it with them. So uh, they may get some use out of it, and that's what it's intended for. So thank you, be kind to each other, and have a great night.